Hi everyone, Jamie here, just recording as uh, Aspie 2018 is uh, wrapping up here in Southport. Just thought I'd uh, put together a, one or two highlights and uh, just a podcast of just some of the highlights of um, what I've seen over the last few days. I'm putting it together into a blog as well that you can find at takeorally.com. Um, essentially, it's been a very interesting uh, day as, a, as somebody who educates uh, using simulation uh, to have a chat to people in similar positions uh, in units across the country um, and to see how we're really very much in, this, in the same sort of boat. Uh, lots of discussion about what it is like to educate, especially in a, in a busy acute unit um, when we're on black alert and uh, what can and can't be done there. And uh, some some great work that I'd like to highlight you to uh, from the Bristol Medical Simulation Centre. Uh, we've been working on uh, what they call seismic sim, and uh, the idea being that uh, they've essentially accepted the, the the busyness, and rather than trying to plan massive simulations uh, that require a lot of planning and, and can be cancelled when the trust is on black alert they've looked very more for the shorter time but higher frequency and so for for every big sim they organize they have once a month they have a, an hour sim with an hour debrief they they also have much more frequent tiny sims and the idea being that uh, you you take one uh, person whether they're a doctor nurse whoever and you take them away for 10-15 minutes and you're really focusing on one aspect say doing an s-bar um, you know take them to a side room with a with a mannequin uh, or, or a sim patient if possible and set them up very clearly you're about to see this patient please do a, an assessment and an s-bar handover and getting that very focused um, behavior and then after that then giving very focused feedback on that one skill uh, I'll put up I, I took some photos of some of their stuff they they were okay with it being shared and I'll, I'll put that up on the on the take orally blog and I'll, I'll put their Twitter link up there as well I really recommend you you look at some of their stuff it, it was really quite inspiring and I think it was something that, that we'll be looking for to bringing forward here in in, in dream um, other things I think we're looking at from that point of view, I was really inspired by some work. Uh, Catherine Holmes, uh, she's a simulation fellow over in Leeds. She was talking about a weekly in situ simulation uh, for uh, for trauma patients um, and the idea of having that culture of, of a you know backup scenarios as well. So if recess for whatever reason is too busy, you have a backup scenario, you have that culture that you take out of resus and then you go into uh, into a majors area, you can step down the simulation to make it more majors appropriate. And if it is that you know the consultants and, and uh, registrars can't be involved, you uh, have a you, you involve the more junior doctors, F ones, F twos, um, and even if they're if it's too busy for them, you deliver it to medical students. So I think we're seeing that that culture coming through about. Um, um, trying to adapt simulation for the uh, 
for the challenging settings that we're getting in A&E. Um, another very interesting uh, course I heard about, uh, and forgive me, I can't remember who it was, but there was a, a behavioural disturbance simulation, and um, I'll, I'll put the details up on the blog um, again, but this was a, a simulation designed to work, uh, was designed by mental health uh, practitioners uh, for nurses on the ward, but not just involving nurses, but also involving doctors and uh, interestingly security guards as well it's an idea of dealing with um, patients with uh, delirium but also patients with an, uh, an acute uh, primary uh, psychiatric problem so psychosis as well and, and they had some really good feedback about that and it was very interesting to, to hear about them um, it was great to hear uh, some places using the, the tactical decision-making program uh, designed by Nick Woodyear over here at NUH uh, as a way of, of, sort of challenging uh, people to, to look at a list of problems and prioritise uh, where they're going to go, who they're going to see and, and why. And I think if you get a chance to look up Nick's work, it's really good. And I think it, it's, it's excellent to, 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 to put people in that position to go, well, here are four patients, they're on different sides of the the hospital they're all poorly who do you see first um, and it was it was great to see work involving simulation in inductions uh, and the feedback that that gets that rather than just being sat in a classroom having those times to actually practice some stuff is really really valued um, and uh, there's also just some great scenes of some innovation I really recommend people check out uh, the website um, Medisim so M-E-D-I-S-I-M Medisim.co.uk uh, it's great work being done in North Devon and healthcare trust um, they're essentially designing their own mannequins uh, at a absolute fraction and i mean a fraction um, of the cost uh, and they had a demonstration of, of a mannequin they used for thoracostomies which i think they said cost them about 80 pounds to make uh, and they could reuse as well so um, i really recommend you give uh, their website a, a check out i'll put a link to it in the blog as well um, it's being run by uh, dr daniel mccray consultant in emergency medicine over there and, and he was very engaging it was good to talk to um, and um, I think we're going to try and get him doing some work with us over in dream um, so but he, he seemed very open to having a chat too so um, I really recommend you have a look at their website um, uh, some just interesting tips um, coming in from different people so um, Gelflex G-E-L-F-L-E-X this is a, a moulding compound uh, can be bought in all different colours makes a very good muscle substitute so if you need something that looks like muscle has a consistency of muscle say you're doing a chest drain uh, simulation Gelflex could be your answer um, and um, if you're looking for practice skin again it's an absolute fraction of the cost that you get from uh, that you might get from uh, a mannequin company um, check out uh, practice skin that uh, tattoo artists use so you can buy all these different body parts arms legs chests uh, that um, tattoo artists use to practice and if you just google practice skin you can find them at very reasonable prices and they do them in just sections of skin as well that um, you know you could use um, in in simulations 
and, and in, in training sessions. So that, that was a really good tip to pick up as well. Um, other bits of innovation as well. I think the idea of the patient cam was something that I'd heard from a few speakers as well. Um, and um, uh, so you can buy various small wireless cameras, some of which um, designed for the dash uh, dash cams of, of um, the dashboards of cars. Um, but the idea of you know putting them either on the patient's head or by it to gain that patient's eye view of what doctors are doing uh, or doctors and nurses in the simulation are doing. And again, um, I think I found one for about uh, £60 online. Uh, I'll put up a link. And I think that's... Uh, Again, another interesting resource um, if you're using a mannequin and obviously they can't feed back what the doctors and nurses are doing at that uh, stage uh, like a simulated patient could. But if you had a, a camera there, you can obviously see what's going on and you say, well, you had your backs turned to the mannequin an awful lot um, or you were giving the mannequin lots of eye contact. And it's a really useful way of giving that non-technical skill feedback um, in that way. Finally, just to wrap up, I think uh, one speaker I heard was talking talking about measuring confidence and was obviously this is a very difficult topic you know if you are measuring confidence if you put on a teaching session learners always value a teaching session so you'll always get feedback saying I am more confident in this uh, has it actually changed practice don't know is it statistically significant don't know um, so um, we were uh, one speak was using uh, mixed methods for measuring confidence which is something I hadn't really heard about before uh, I found an interesting blog about using mixed methods to check out confidence levels um, of, of participants before and after so I'll, um, I'll I'll put that up on the take already blog um, and um, interesting bit of innovation as well from another team who sadly didn't present um, but they I was able to read their abstract um, they, they had a post presentation but didn't attend but about using uh, a pump inside a mannequin abdomen to simulate a uh, ruptured triple so to create a, a pulsatile expansile mass. Again, I'll, I'll um, put that abstract up on the, uh, on the take orally uh, page. Um, so yeah, it's been a very interesting few days. Um, very quite tired, looking forward to heading back. Um, but yeah, I'll put up more information at the blog. Um, please get in touch with uh, either ourselves, take orally or, or NUH Dream. Uh, you can find us all on Facebook and Twitter. Um, if, you, you've, um, if you've got it, uh, any other experiences from Aspie or if you want to get in touch about any of the things we've talked about. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening.